Here we are. Start it over. We've made this is our second episode of our second season. You believe that? I can. Oh, you can? I can't. I think we just kind of made it. I have no idea. So here we are. Uh, we are just getting into the end of Shot Show Week, which we did not attend. Uh, but we still have a ton of cool crap going on. I wouldn't have minded attending Shot Show, but like so many people pulled were pulling out. It was just there were a lot sketchy. of big names that pulled out a Shot Show, and I think I'm not sure if it's it's the death of trade shows because trade shows are struggling, or if it was Shot Show's policy of. Hey, yeah, everybody's required to put in this giant deposit with no possible chance of a refund if it cancels. And everybody's still kind of a little bit uncertain if these big venues are going to be closing up because of the next Rona scare bullshit. So I think that really hurt them. And some of the big companies weren't willing to shovel out thousands of dollars for a square to get the rug pulled out from underneath them because somebody had a sniffle and decided to close down the venue. You say big companies, like, I didn't really look at the list or anything because we weren't going, but, like, what what big companies pulled out that you speak of? Oh, my God. Now, oh, you put me on a spot. Now I, I'm pulling a blank. Uh, Vortex didn't go. I know that. Um, Hodgden didn't go. I know that. And I'm pulling a massive blank. Uh, Thunder Beast was there. I thought they weren't going, but they ended up, they were there. Um, yep, you put me on the spot. I probably should have made a list of such things. <laughs> well, there was at least a half a dozen of big names, that, like big names, that decided actually, they weren't going to go. I feel like I saw we, Frank Galley or whatever post on this. Did, did you not post on oh, this? Oh, Frank Galley posted that shot shows should be dead. It doesn't do what anybody used to think it did do. And now the only reason to go there is the same exact reason that we go to our fair convention. To get pens and stickers? Well, no. <laughs> but yes. It's not... The business isn't done there anymore. It's the handshaking and seeing people you haven't seen all year and the friends you've only see once a year or twice a year. It's to get pens and stickers and candy. And get drunk. And <laughs> eat food until you're in a meat coma. Yeah. I've never been to SHOT Show. We've, we've never been to SHOT Show. So I, like, I don't know if that's how it is. but It seems to be the general consensus from the vast majority of people that I've talked to in the industry. They're there. That that's exactly what it is. All the stuff, it's all released electronic anymore. Like It used to be... This was where everybody, nobody knew anything about new products until they showed up at SHOT Show. And then everybody at SHOT Show would write all these articles and all this stuff before pre-internet crap. And it was, you had to wait till SHOT Show for companies to release big stuff. And now, all this stuff's leaked out before or during. And SHOT Show, you have to be industry to get in there. Of one way, shape, Which form, or another. Which is easy to get into. Yeah, the there's industry. a million like ways to be industry to get into a shot. But, and that's actually part of the problem. Because you end up with Joe Blow, who's really not industry. 
and he's in there bullshitting, talking with all these manufacturers, taking up all our time, just asking questions, not doing business. So it's a money loss for that company that spent an hour talking to Joe Blow off the street, who really is not going to sit there and spend money with them. I mean, they might buy one particular item, but they're there for the selfies. They're there for the selfies. Oh man! And this is tr- and this is what yeah Frank was going on about. It's the influencers taking selfies and rubbing elbows with people that make them seem like they're fancy, and that's what shot shows turned into. I don't know. I guess maybe that is what it is. No, we're uh, we're not there, so I don't know. Not to be judgmental, but <laughs> right, not to judge something we haven't been there. But I mean, in. I I we we I I wanted to go. There's been a few years where I've been offered to go, and I just couldn't make it happen. And I don't know. Now the more sourpuss part I see of it, the less I think it'll be exciting. Because all our trade shows are less impressive. Trade shows as far as like carnival industry. Yeah. Yeah, they're just, all that business isn't done the same way anymore. So speaking of things getting leaked and, you know, the whole point of SHOT Show and things like that. Gen 3 Razor? I was going to say anything you wanted to tell us. Gen 3 Razor? Yeah, so... (laughs) We, our last episode, we said that we had a Gen 3 uh, 6 to 36 razor uh, on the way. And we were going to be doing a little testing and side-by-sides and stuff like that with it. And we did. We've had uh, multiple friends show up with a myriad of different scopes. And it has been residing on uh, one of our Rimex 22s because... This time of the year, they get the most use. Dialing up and down and focusing close and far and just doing generally what you do with a center fire, but in shorter range because in the winter, we're kind of shorted. So we have put them up against uh, Schmidt and Bender and Night Force Attackers and Gen 2 Razors and Mark V Loopholds and what else? So we put it up against like head to head. Um, the three to eighteen Gen two, and the Strike Eagle. I think there's a couple others we missed. We have so the two that I wanted to put them up against that haven't, I haven't, uh, we haven't put them up against yet, is the Tangent Theta and the Z Comp, Zero Compromise. And I have talked to a couple of friends who have recently had them. And uh, we got the Dark Lord of Optics has also done a little preview of these and compared it to the Z-Comp. And it measures very favorably to a scope that okay. is way beyond price-wise. What's the deal? What's the okay, deal? I am an outsider. I actually, like... For ELR especially, like, we don't use Vortex because there's not enough elevation. That was a big problem for us. And we had always suggested, like, we need more elevation, so... Been pushing it for years. Yep. Why? Like, why? Like, so now they got the scope out. Yeah, so what... We're going to be putting it on my ELR rifle. Jamie wants more magnification. I, I like... 
I want to see close. Yep. I want like a microscope. You want aim scope. small, miss small. Yeah. Yep. But maybe I don't. I don't know. So I just like I've not I've not even looked through the glass of this thing. This thing has been in my house for how many weeks? I don't even know. Two weeks. I was yeah. so excited to to get it. We actually unboxed the Gem Three Razor, the Accutech bipod. Oh yeah, the Accutech came at the same and time. And then it's just work has been crazy. It's those two things have been in our house for weeks. A couple weeks now, yeah. I have not looked through the glass of this thing. I do feel. I think now that you mentioned that, it makes me deeply saddened that you haven't fondled the Gen so 3. I was so excited. I was Everybody's like, come in. We've had so many visitors in the last couple of weeks come in and out of this house and like fondle the scope. I, I have and not. You haven't. Put oh, my, my God. It's I crazy. I have not put my eyes through the scope yet just because our lives have been so crazy and busy, which we'll get to. Yeah. Me and the boys, like we've, we've all just looked through it and played with it and all this stuff and then we've had visitors I, done the same I thing and brought learn. comparison scopes i should and, look through it and learn because like the reticles are different than what i'm used to not that not that different i mean a little but it's going to be super easy for you to do yeah so the gen 3 has more elevation so hopefully it will appeal to more elr people it's getting closer and it's something that we're going to try and work on solving even further uh, so the gen 2 design had 120 minutes of elevation, so we're MOA people. And this is only mostly specific to MOA uh, people. We have 71 and a half MOA of elevation on the Gen 2, which is not conducive to doing what we do for the ELR stuff. Now, for PRS and your normal shooter, 70... Two minutes of elevation is way beyond what most people are ever going to need. But for the people like us who shoot the LR, it is a problem. Which is funny because P- um, PRS people have been the ones to come over and yep. ask so to look through it and things. That, actually, that aspect of the scope has no bearing on those people. Okay. Just to throw it out there, though. I'm not saying like... ELR, PRS, like they're two separate categories of people. They are, but they're not. Like the people who well, come over who are like typical PRS shooters, I think they're getting into both. We're, trying to, suck, we're trying to suck them in. I'm not sure so much ELR people are going to transfer over. No, ELR no people are a no, lot I'm, more like fat I, and happy laying on their bellies like F-class shooters. Well, I'm not fat and happy. I'm happy, but I'm maybe fat. I don't know. It's getting that time of the season but <laughs> i've always considered myself more of an elr shooter but yep. yeah i am now getting into prs and it's just funny to see the the two types of people meshing together a little bit yeah you're you're the exception not the rule generally from what i've seen there's prs shooters that kind of drift towards elr and then find out they like it and that's where they stay because it's easier uh, it okay, maybe it's easier physically for me. easier. It's but... easier for me because I don't have to, like the things have been developed for me. There's been, like you have you have it all in the bag. You've got the case, the powder, the all the things, the ballistics, and I came into it and it was already done. Like if I was a PRS shooter and was moving into ELR and I had to figure it out for myself, it'd be a struggle. But you had it figured out, and it... I was like, oh, this is okay. This is easy. I lay in my bill, my fat belly. And I just shoot fucking things. send it. <laughs> no, I it, and, and plus, hang on, I am a puppet 
you tell me what to do, I do. Anybody could do what I do. Anybody could lay there and do the things and listen to their spotter and send it. So, yeah. Yeah, you know. I, I hate that you say that because there is shooter influence. There is a... a it's communication. It's a communi- It's a team effort. Correct. But... There, that's a huge part of ELR that you don't see in PRS. It's a team effort. Yeah, because PRS, you can't have any team effort. You're not supposed to. You, yeah, you can't. Whether they do or they don't, well, that's a different discussion. But in PRS, you don't have that back and forth initial feedback between hits and misses and corrections. Whereas ELR, that's what ELR is based on. It is a shooter-spotter team. Spotter is tasked with reading the wind and giving the feedback of your initial first shot, you're communicating together. The shooter has to see it and read it. The spotter has to read it. And you gotta you got to come to consensus on what your initial plan of attack is. So it's not all spotter. Now, after that first shot is sent, the spotter has a lot more to do with it. Because they're going to see that initial change in environmental stuff that necessarily not every ELR shooter notices when that initial blast makes them blink and the concussion uh, makes them lose a little bit of their sight picture. All that stuff, like, the spotter sees that and that they're given a better feedback than what a shooter sees. And then depending on how you communicate, the shooter either listens to the spotter or... The shooter does their own thing and hopes for the This best. could be a whole episode. I have so many things to say about what right. you just said, but that's not the focus of today. No, but what the focus of today is, we are on a Gen 3 Razor that is putting Jamie with a larger field of view with a easier to get behind eye box. So it's super easy to get behind, even at 36 power at 10 yards in a basement. I mean, it is... Way easy to get behind. Crisp picture. We're moving her from a regular, standard, traditional type, type reticle to a Christmas tree, which gives uh, a little better... If you have to hold above in some wind, then it gives you a better reference point instead of trying to measure on your eye. Okay, new shooter... I, I I did some research on the, the Gen 3. It's been in my house for a while. Again, haven't looked through it. I don't, like, I, underst- I understand what the Christmas tree thing means, but it looks scary. I can see that, how it looks intimidating. I don't know anything about this Christmas tree. I love Christmas trees, but I don't know how to read it. So I was going to ask you, I've not told you this, but I was going to be like, you need to tell, you need to teach me the Christmas tree. Because I don't know what it means. Yep. So, so that's the, on my list. Teach me the Christmas tree. The great thing about the Christmas tree is it has actually zero to do with ELR. It's fucking garbage. For ELR, it is not what you want. I feel like I'm, I don't want the Christmas tree. You don't. I see the Christmas tree and I'm like, I don't like this. This is just too many little hashtags. I hashtags. Want what I'm, nice. I want what I'm used to. Uh, um, so I, I feel like I love the whole concept of the Gen 3. I like what I know. I don't like to be put out of my comfort zone, but I don't know. 
What I see is going to transpire is the Gen 3 you're going to find is what you want on your PRS gun. And then you're going to find that you're so used to it and the optics are so good and it's so easy to look through that you're just going to want it to be on your ELR gun. So now the only downside to the Christmas tree is if you miss low, left or right, Mm -hmm. there's a possibility that that splash ends up behind one of the dots or the numbers or whatever underneath you got a, a grid of dots and so and many numbers. dots and There's hashtags so many dots and, things. and stuff. So like what, what's going to happen is you might possibly miss a bullet that misses two minutes low and a minute right because it's right behind mm. that little tiny dot. Well, I haven't told anybody this, but I just close my eyes and hope for the best. Which is I'm why just... you trust your spotter. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. But I always no. tell Gina that. Like, I just close my eyes <laughs> and hope for the best. I aim, I close my eyes. That was in the beginning. I don't do that anymore. You know the funny thing? But I did. I did do that. You watch a lot of these ELR videos, these commercials. uh, I was just watching. Oh, the Louis Vuitton mag? No, that one's actually an even more comical deal. I was watching the Cutting Edge commercial for their Facebook deal that they had going on. they have a commercial? Yeah, on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, they got kind of a commercial deal. All right. And it says, oh, spot all your friends, blah, blah, blah. And you're watching a lot of these shooters. And I mean, we're talking like shooters that are shooting King of the Two Mile. Like, they're supposed to be the best of the best. As soon as they mash that trigger. Mash that trigger. What do you mean mash the trigger? Uh, Like, pull it? Not squeeze it. But not just, squeeze just, it. Just fucking rip that trigger back. Like And no follow through? Or? No follow through. No nothing. Okay. And perfect. then they're, they got their face off the stock. And they're, rip, and they're ripping that bolt open. Because they obviously have extraction problems. And all this shit. So they're not following through and watching for themselves to see where that bullet hits. They don't give a okay. shit. I just... They're waiting to listen to their spotter feedback. So at first when you started saying that, I feel like people will be like, oh yeah, why do you have to pick on them? Like, No, no, no. no. I'm not saying these are cutting edge shooters. I'm just saying no. that's the commercial. Right. But I, my mind goes to, why are you going to pick on them? Like... I get it, because I pick that stuff out as well. But I get where you're going with that. Like, you need to rely on your spotters. Right. It, it was just a recent example. I've seen plenty of other PRS ELR videos on whatever. But I'm just saying that was the most recent example that came to my mind. Was It was a bunch of different shooters, and you saw a bunch of shooters that didn't care where their bullet went for themselves... Because they have a shooter spotter team. Correct. And I can see both ways. Yep. And you can see, and that's not something like I shoot, I spot myself. Uh, I send it, follow through, ELR doesn't says I rip the bolt open, I drop the case in the action, and then I'm still waiting for that bullet to impact or miss and make a correction. And as soon as it does it, I slam it bolt shut. I make the correction. I said it. I don't generally need a spotter. One out of 20, one out of 50 rounds. Yep, I might have missed that. I need feedback from a spotter. That's why my spotter is there. Now, you got other shooters that they're not paying attention. They have other things going on that they're doing all their other things that they're relying on 100% of the feedback of the spotter. And they goddamn better be very confident in their spotter. 
And that's huge because, like you said, sometimes it's you're just at the, you're just the puppet of the spotter. The spotter says you did this. You better hope and pray that your spotter did see that and wasn't making shit up. I think that there are two types of people. One will say like you're arrogant. The other will what? say, the other will say that good shooters are able to do that. To do what? Are able to spot their own like impacts and misses and things and make their own calls. So I guess I am coming from an like a beginner perspective, and I rely so much on my spotters and things. Like it's my it's my goal to be able to see my misses and things and and feel confident and say, "Yep, I don't like I don't need that," you know. But I don't think there's a lot of people out there that are able to shoot that way and able to see like, oh, I can I can send it right away. Like, I, get, and I I'm not being a jerk, but I'm just saying no. like I think that there's like if we have new shooter listeners listening to this, like this guy is great, like really. But, and it's only because they're not used to shooting ELR distances, and the guys that have done this a long time, and you watch them, and they're not spotting their own shit. It's only because they choose not to, most of them. I agree. It's they choose to trust in their spotter instead of trying to make up those microseconds of communication to send a bullet fast. But it's, it's a... It's a, uh, it's a violent fucking explosion. Okay, there's that, but there's like a, the distance between of impact. Flight time. Flight time. <laughs> this is what most so. people don't understand. So yes, in PRS, you're tasked with managing your own hits or misses and correcting and you can see the impact and then you can hear it in a short distance though. correct so now we're talking three four five six seven eight hundred yards whereas in elr your first target's at 1500 plus you go bang impact 10 I mean, minutes later it, it, well you, you think <laughs> it's, it's 10 minutes later so now like uh, a perfect example is we all do the one through six at spear point and then at seven target is 2700 yards and when you get people they go boom one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand. They're like, oh shit, I must have missed so far. I could, oh, there it is. Like, the delay is so hard or so long that people just can't grasp the fact that you can blow your nose and pick through your fucking bag and find your ammunition and set it in the chamber and then look through the scope and see if you hit or missed it. Instead, and- they just rely on their spotter. And it's fine. It's just a different way of doing things. But I, I think, too, like, again, the arrogant comment, like, you know, you can re-rack it, be ready to go, and still see maybe where you're, where you're at for some of the distances. If you're looking for it, like, I can, at ELR ranges, I can do that with any of our guns. Uh, our stuff is, so our light gun is... A 338 at 26 pounds. The heavy guns, 375 at 38 pounds. And you manage recoil enough. It, it really, it, as long as you're not, as long as you're not super zoomed in, which we're going to find out if that's a problem for you or not. I mean, that's, that's another thing you got to consider is with this Gen 3, you're at 36 power instead of 25. So your field of view will be narrowed. But I feel the the targets are so far and the flight time is so long that you recoil straight enough 
Yeah, it's not going to be necessarily right at the target, but you're going to be close enough that you just kind of lean your body back into it, center it up, and then you're going to be able to see if you hit or miss. So it's a, it's going to be a learning curve for us. Uh, we were invited down to Arkansas for their match. There's a match the 26th of February that we're probably not going to make. It's a real tight squeeze for teachers and uh Jamie wants to make spear point matches. So we might shoot down at our friend's Adam's house and make a little less stressful, not match type deal of it. And we're going to find out if the 36 power on the top end is good or too much for you. But the nice thing about the Gen 2, so you're actually used to a second focal plane. The Gen 2 or Gen 3 is a first focal plane. So if you want to shoot at 36, find out it's too much and back it off to 20, 25 or whatever, it'll be just fine. So for those people who have not seen the Gen 3, like what's the record? Like, what do you think? Is it better? Oh my God. So yeah. That's what I want to know. Okay. Gen 3 glass is a noticeable step up from Gen 2 is what people have been accustomed to for, geez, six, seven years. And it is in line with, it is beyond, uh, it's beyond the Mark V Leupold. It is definitely in line, in my eye, a little better than the Schmidt and Bender PM2. Uh, some have said it's equal. It is better than the 5 to 25 attacker. We have not put it up against a 7 to 35 yet. But the, so the glass is amazing, crystal clear. Color is great. Edge dead clarity is awesome. Uh, a big thing that I have noticed that has made a giant impression on me is the fact that at, when you're looking at the back of the scope, the ring that goes around the image that your eye sees, the actual physical tube and the, the apparatus that controls and contains the lens almost disappears. That line around the image is just so small. So the image is that much bigger. And the eye relief is so much more forgiving that when you got that recoil and it pushes you a little forward or a little back or whatever, it's just so much easier to get behind. Those are the biggest takeaways I've got from the Gen 3s versus the Gen 2s. Or the attackers, which I think is the most direct competitor. So I, I like I read on Sniper's Hide and even through the the Facebook. The Facebook. Um, and again, I've not looked through the thing. I feel terrible. I know we gotta do more I shooting mean, with you. Jeez. I just work every dang day. I work all the days, and then we've had a lot of stuff going on here at the house. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Maybe we'll get into, maybe we won't, but... Yeah, we'll get into it. What about those naysayers that are like, oh, if I'm going to spend that kind of money on a scope, I'm going to get this. And like, oh, well, the warranty, the warranty. Yes. I just feel like there's a lot of naysayers out there who are like, oh, well, if I have this to spend on a scope, I'm not going to buy a Vortex. Because they're like Walmart or something. I don't know. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. So, and, And everybody who... Everybody who has anything to do with optics understands that too. That so, there's the my warranty. At least they have a warranty. And the big thing I say always is, yeah, everything breaks. 
-hmm. Tangents break, Z comps break, night force break. And everybody figures Vortex breaks more than everything because you hear about it. Well, Vortex sells a lot more scopes than all them other guys. That's a huge thing. The next huge thing is, so say you spent $4,000 on a tangent theta, you had a problem and you had to send it in. And you are possibly a little embarrassed the fact that you spent $4,000 on a telescopic site and it broke and you had to send it in. Would you tell everybody about that? Or I got this a scope that is in a similar class. We're not going to say tangent level because tangent, of course, is currently the top of the optical heap. But so say I bought a $3,000 or we're going to go back $2,500 Vortex Razor Gen 2 and it broke. Okay. You send it to Vortex. Vortex bends over backwards for you. Expedited shipping. Anything I can do for you. Like, it's the best customer service experience in the industry. They have actually revolutionized the industry of your lifetime warranty versus your three-year, five-year, ten-year warranty. No. Now, they have a no-holds-barred, anything-you-do, anything-that-happens-we-will-take-care-of-it warranty. So I the whole optics world had to catch up. And I wish more people had that warranty because do you know how many rifles you've run over at matches? Uh, one. But yes. <laughs> Just saying. So. But yes, it, it sucks when stuff breaks. But stuff breaks. I've. But customer service. Customer service is top for me. You own a business. Everybody knows. That's what, that's what wins customers. Wisconsin is like the place for barrels and things like that. But like Vortex is, you know, Southwest Wisconsin. I love going into that place. They have displays of scopes and things that are just destroyed. From a myriad of reasons. Like, yeah. Like House we fires. covered it. And if you go to the Vortex place, Robin. Robin's the front lady. She's amazing. Tell her Gino and Jamie said hi. Yes. She's yeah, if, awesome. you, if you stop in, you I gotta see her. Robin. You're you're gonna see Robin. She's at the front. She's she's an awesome face of Vortex. That's for sure. That's only why I go there. I just <laughs> want to say hi to her. And yep. Then she's like, "Here's some stickers and all the things and trading cards and yeah, yeah. I love her. So Vortex, they got it together. Their customer service gets them. The funny thing is, it gets them a bad rap, but it's only because somebody else is generally sour that they have something else and they cannot guarantee the fact that they have that same customer service behind them. It's got to be. It's got to be a hater thing. I mean, I understand it. and But another problem is you have people like Zero Compromise and Tangent Theta. They don't make an entry-level $100 scope. Vortex does. I guess if I had, you know... Three to five thousand dollars to spend on a scope. I would want to obviously have the scope to meet my needs. Yep. So, you know, elevation, uh, MOA. Yes, I know the difference. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I would just like customer service is a huge thing for me. Like, 
when I invested in my first fitness watch, I'm like, I want customer service. And you want someone who will, like, will replace things or fix things. Yeah, I mean, if you're starting to drop that kind of money and that, I like, I don't want to sit there and argue with customer service and they say, oh, it's no, user it error, like, I don't oh, want to do it. No, that's okay. No, we got it you. doesn't matter. Yep. yep. I don't give a shit what happened. It's all taken care of. Don't you worry about it. Yep. Whereas, I guarantee you, you fucking fall over on your horse on a night force and snap the elevation turret off or bust the glass or it goes through a house fire and you call and say, hey, can you cover this under warranty? I'm gonna, they're probably going to tell you to suck a dick. It's just the I way it is. It's not their, that. Well, I mean, that's what the undertone is going to be. They're not going to say, yeah, absolutely, no problem. We will take care of you no matter what. I had but, my rifle striped to my road bike, and I crashed, <laughs> and I don't know. I wonder what's the weirdest thing they've ever heard. Who? Vortex. Oh, that would be Actually, a very yeah, fun... Actually, yeah, that's good. I think you should call them we and should... say, what is the craziest thing you've ever heard? We've been invited down to Vortex for chicken wings on a Thursday night, so we should probably oh, figure have... this out with... Yeah. We should give them a heads up in customer service. And I want give to know. me your top ten craziest. I bet it's. I, stuff. I bet it has to do with a road bike because I wanted. A road bike? I've I've wanted to strap my rifle to my road bike. I know road bikes are supposed to be light and things, but um, you know, you're you're road biking in sketchy places, so, you know. All right, all right. I'm not sure on a road bike if I would need a rifle scope. Like I think I'd prefer a shotgun or something, but they can make red dots, and they make actually I'm they make saying, a one to ten. It's not been the first time I've thought about strapping a rifle to my road bike, but you know. Well, we've got the eight inch AR with a red dot and the magnifier so, sitting on a tripod. That's a very good road bike sling tri- sling rifle. I am curious though to know what the, the most crazy wildest yes. excuses that would yeah. be a very fun episode. That'd we be should cool. do that. Yeah. I'll have to get Tim on that, and we'll have Tim on here. Tim would be good to... Yeah, yeah. I, I'm game. We should do that. Because in, in their like showroom, they have all different scopes shown. Destroyed in one yeah, way or another. Yeah, but it's like believable, like house fire, um, war. Fell um, off a horse. Yeah, like... There was one fell off a horse. Believable, yeah. ble- or ran over by a four-wheeler at the WPRSC match. Maybe. What? Um, th- yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing you ever experienced yeah. as far no, as... Oh, that, that would definitely be a fun okay. one. So, um, speaking of weird, um, we've had a weird turn of events around here. Yeah. Uh, we have a handicapped kid now. Well, temporarily. So, <laughs> um, we, ex- we went to the Wisconsin Fair Convention recently. That was... Um, you know, mid-early January. So that was fun. Early January. And then we got home and cash. We were just having a very peaceful evening. We were watching something on TV. And cash runs into the living room and says, Mom, I'm bleeding out. I'm bleeding out were the words that come out of his mouth as he comes panic. flying out. And yeah. sheer panic on his face. He's not a keep calm kind of guy. Um... We took him to the sink. We put pressure on the wound. We called the EMT neighbor. And 
Come to find out, so he was using a pocket knife to cut something. I swear we're slipped. good parents. Like, we're good. Like, uh, I think we're good parents. Parents with boys will understand. And he slipped and cut his hand. Not too bad. It didn't appear too bad. It was bad enough at a joint that it needed stitches, we figured. Right, but he's like, I saw white. And like, when I rinsed it off, you could see some not so good stuff underneath. Yeah, so basically Cash cut his tendon. His extensor tendon. Yeah. So that was a trip to the ER and he stitched her up. Um, then he said, you know, we, I, I don't feel comfortable reattaching this tendon, so I'm going to refer you to the hand to shoulder specialist in Appleton. Yep, surgeon about an hour away. So you took cash there. Yeah, well, I took cash there and we drove an hour and 10 minutes there and an hour and 10 minutes back for them to tell us, yep, that's exactly what it said in your chart and we'll schedule surgery. So you guys could have had surgery though that day had you done local anesthetic. Yeah, so this is something I told cash I wouldn't share with the public, but he'll have to live this up someday. He was, yeah, local anesthetic is painful. It's like a bee sting. And at nine years old, a, a bee sting. A couple bee stings. They have to like put yep, the injection a couple, around. Yeah, two, maybe three or four bee stings. And at nine years old, a bee sting really fucking hurts. Mm -hmm. So I didn't blame him for that. And had he got these bee stings in his hand to numb it and then saw the fact that they were cutting his hand open... Literally. But that's the thing, too. Like, he already had a big, nice incision from the glorious pocket knife. Like, they had to, they, they have to, it hasn't happened yet, but, like, they have to cut the hand open further. Yeah, they got to reopen it, and then the they got to open it even farther to, to pull get the, the other piece of the tendon up. Yeah. So, it was just, he was very stressed out. He wanted to be put under, and... Um, essentially, yeah, the appointment, like, we don't want to stress him out even more. He's all, he's already a very stressful kid. Like, he has a lot of anxiety and stomach right. aches and things like that. So, so he cut it Monday night, saw yeah. the surgeon Wednesday, and they told us that we had a Monday 7.45, first thing in the morning, surgery. Because Cash wanted to be put under. Because Cash wanted to be put under instead of the local. Now... We tried to talk him into, me and some of my friends, to get the local and to take the video of his own hand surgery by himself to be the super badass, but he said the scar was going to be enough. I respect that. And it's fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah. Basically, yeah. like, if you get put under, there, you know, there's a lot more medical things involved. Um, so they did a COVID test. Yeah, this then. is where the fuckery starts. This is where, yeah, oh, this, this is where it starts. So that was Wednesday, right? That was Wednesday. So Wednesday, they did the COVID test. They said, see you Monday. Here's all the information. They gave you, like, they put a big old splint on his arm. Oh, yeah, he's got, like, a splint from his elbow to his tips of his For fingers. A stupid little cut, whatever. But anyways, um, so wait, Thursday. Wait, 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 What? So Cash's big thing on Monday, he said, when the doctor told him at the ER that we were going to have to go to the surgeon and get this checked out. He said he wanted it fixed on Tuesday because Wednesday he had a field trip. Yeah. So he was bummed out we had to do this on Wednesday. But, okay. Where was so the field now trip? Where, where was the field trip? Field trip was a uh, 
a B League basketball game. The, the herd. herd. In Oshkosh. Is it Oshkosh? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was in Oshkosh, so like an hour away. He wanted he wanted to see his first like semi professional basketball game. He so, was devastated. He was devastated. Now we're gonna get to the how this ties into this whole story in just a second. But we got our COVID test back on Thursday. Yeah, I actually got a call from the school nurse. I got called out of class, and she's like, hey, Mrs. Chrisman, please call me at my extension. Um, I just need a chat. And so I called her, and she said, hey, I just received notification that Cash had a positive COVID test. Um, I'm not sure. She's like, he's not on my list. What's going on? Um, so essentially, the PCR test that they gave him, which we didn't know it was a PCR. Actually, you weren't sure what they gave him, because... I, I'm familiar with COVID testing because, like, we do it all the time in school. But if you were there with him, you didn't know. It was just a test that, I don't know, what kind of test it was. It was a Rona test. That's all yeah. I knew. So there's PCR and then there's, like, the rapid test. Um, so This nurse, was not a rapid test. Well, now we know. Now we know. Yeah, the nurse is like, well, the rapid tests are not overly accurate. Um, if it was PCR... You know, that's one thing, but if it was a rapid test, they essentially, like, quite often give you, you know, maybe false positives. So, anyways, he tested positive. Zero symptoms he has. Um, So, I had to go and pull him from school, and then Buzz and I had to go home and quarantine. Um, When, you know, when I learned that Cash tested positive, we came home, and I tested him again. Negative. Yeah. Cash I tested, tested myself because then I got like a, a headache. I got like a slight headache because I was like... Stress headache. Stress. That's who I am. Cash and I are similar. Um, I tested negative. I didn't test Buzz because he's like all worried about being violated. Like, don't violate me. Okay? I'll give him one of them Chinese up the butthole tests and then oh we talk God. about violation. <laughs> I'm sure he would not appreciate that. I bet he's not sick anymore. But... <laughs> so that was... Thursday, then I communicate more with the school nurse and get more information. Apparently, yeah, it was the PCR test that they took at the hospital, which is crazy because, like, our school nurse knew about it first. Not the clinic, not the hospital, not us, but the school nurse. So the clinic, the surgeon's office told me that it is a government-mandated deal that the testing facility has to notify the county that the individual tested positive in every hour on the hour of all positive tests they have. So the surgeon's office hadn't even been informed yet because they told me no news is good news when I left. When I called them to say, hey, what the hell is going on? Why is my school telling me my kid's sick? Mm -hmm. And or not sick, positive, and you guys haven't, haven't even called me. And they're like, uh, we don't know anything right now. So come to find out, the government says, screw your privacy. We're telling everybody as soon as you test positive, whether you sign a goddamn... wait nurse. I don't give a shit county nurse or not. <laughs> well, you can say everybody. Everybody. They're going to tell every motherfucking body. That's what they're doing. Who's they're everybody? telling the county nurse. Who's the county nurse going to tell? She doesn't have no HIPAA laws she's restricted to. She does. Bullshit. She, quote, she does. She should. 
I mean, she does. Well, she's our kind nurse didn't go tell everybody. But she could have. But she didn't. I didn't say she did, I'm but she could I'm a special could've. ed teacher. I don't divulge information about my students, right. everybody. But, <laughs> honey, I I'm know. Not, I'm not pleased that the government says, here's your info to okay, people I, I did not release I my think, goddamn information to. I think you feel upset about this because your psycho stepmother, who might listen to this, whatever, I don't care. But I would not want any information to go through her. She was a school nurse. She was That's a actually a very valid just, thing that I I'm actually just, hadn't even thought of. I'm just saying, Gino might have a little bit of resentment. I'd have to wring somebody's neck for that. Okay, he, we have a little bit of resentment on the back burner. Like, that, there's I, background information here. I had okay. never thought about that once. But okay. yes, that would actually agitate me to the point of probably our, our, very Our school things. nurse is an awesome lady. That's fine. But not all school nurses there. <laughs> what I'm getting is it's a privacy fucking violation of privacy. I did not sign anything saying, yes, you can rele- release my results to whoever the hell you feel like. I didn't say that. There is a reason that you when have you the privacy. When I mean? took cash there, yeah. Well, when I, when I test with the kids at school, I signed something. Oh, we didn't sign shit. I, but I, at school, I signed. Like when I we did, did our PCR thing and I registered online, like yeah. I signed something. Okay, we did not. Okay. That's, I mean, that's different, Ooh. I guess. So maybe I can sue some no, Just, no, dickheads. we're not suing anybody. Anyways, I don't like the fact that they're... And it's it's not the fact that he tested positive or negative or whatever. It is a violation of privacy that I have. There's a giant problem with this whole thing. Like, that is wrong on so many levels of a free country that I it just... It's starting to make my blood boil a little bit. If you couldn't tell. What gets me, okay, I know you all don't want to hear about COVID, but the accuracy of these tests. Yes. Okay, okay, man, that's a bad idea. <laughs> um, Let's hear so the accuracy of the, our PCR test. The rapid tests, and I, I don't spend a lot of time like scoring the internet and looking at the research, but I've talked to parents, I've talked to families of people who I work with who have many kids and they go through all these things like I have a family with a whole bunch of kids and like one's positive one day they're then negative the next day the other kid's positive the other kid's negative like the accuracy of these tests so is sketchy at best it is so like the rapid you know the rapid tests how accurate are the rapid tests the PCR tests how accurate are the PCR tests and the CDC has just released a new guidance that as of, okay, all of a sudden at the end of 2021, the PCR test is no longer acceptable for a uh, a positive confirmed case of Rona. So because, then why are we using them? Well, because we're lazy fucks now. But I mean, what else is there? Uh, they have another protein test they can do. I don't know the name of it. What, semen? Nope. I mean, I maybe, mean, but no. <laughs> it's another type of test. I've not heard of this. Yes. Nor do I really care. You can look I up just... on the CDC website. It's actually on... They're not even hiding it. It's on the CDC website. That, Is it a blood test? I don't know what the name of the test. It's not important because I don't believe in all this stupid bullshit that all these things are... That's... It's... I don't really care. I really don't. But what happens is... CDC decided to tell everybody, oh yeah, by the way, 
our PCR tests can't tell the difference between the seasonal flu and the Rona. Do they give you a percentage? Of what? Like... Accuracy? Yeah. No. Versus it says it cannot tell the difference. It says like 100% we cannot tell the difference. It says we cannot tell the difference. I'd like more information on that. Not that I don't believe you. Would you, you like me to post a link? I would. Not that I don't believe yeah, you, but I just link. love the science behind that stuff. Like, I love to... The CDC really it. doesn't give you any... Like, on their page, it doesn't give you a percentage of how much we screwed up. It just says, we can't even tell. I just... Because feel... a SARS virus is, guess what, influenza? And it's all the same. So, if you got the flu, SARS A, B, is... or C, okay. or you have uh, swine flu, or you have... COVID-19, all that shit is going to pop positive on these PCR tests because it does not differentiate. It doesn't give a shit. I would love to see more scientific information on these tests. Not that I'm like... I'd like to see it too. I just... But they're not going to give it to you. I know, but I just love the data behind it all. Yeah. I do too. I wish they would release it, but the problem is they're trying to cover shit up, so they don't want to really tell you. I would like... To be able to be informed when you go in for a PCR test is, yep, this thing right here is 85% accurate in telling you if you have a virus in this family. And yeah. then if you do, and you really want to know if it's this virus or that virus, we got to do another one and I run just, a genome deal or blah, blah, blah. I and just don't know that we have the technology they want you to oh, think we do. that we, they, maybe. Well, they, they tell us we do. Right. But, yeah. They tell us we do. So this other test is supposed to be able to tell you. And that's how they're supposed to be able to tell if you have the Omicron or the Delta or all this other shit. The Alpha and Omega. Okay, right. so, no, I just, we want Cash to get his surgery, to get his tendon repaired, and And so, thank God they called this morning and said their clinic rule is you cannot have surgery five within five days of a positive test. Oh, they did say that? Yes. So he took a positive test today, and they said, oh. Yesterday. Or yesterday, whatever. So it's day five on Monday. It's day six on Monday. Okay. And they said, you're good. As long as you don't show symptoms, you start having a fever, running nose, scratchy throat, all that stuff. Okay. Well, then we're going to have to reschedule it, like, no matter what. Yeah. Which sucks, because fixing a tendon is kind of a time-sensitive right. thing, it's and we're on the end of it. It's not It's well. not, yeah, we're it's, not talking Botox. And we're, like, it's, it's mandatory. Like, it should have been already fixed, like, yes. by today. But because we had to put cash under, it's now been like, we can't get him in until Monday, so. Which the doctor had told me that it was okay, but it was at the end of the okay period. Yeah. That was the deal. And and I was okay with that. As long as they're like, as long as it, like we're okay, otherwise I will force him to go under local and we're going to get this shit done like right now. Because I don't want my kid having like physical problems because he was scared of a needle. Uh, well, no, it's not the needle. Bee stings. The bee stings. And the bee stings hurt. He already Legit. had the bee stings, though. So yeah, but do you want more of them? No. I mean... Enough is enough. I understand that. I, I went through those bee stings multiple times. I did, too. I actually, they sucked. I actually had a weird thing. I had a bunch of skin tags pop up in my armpit. And they had to give me all those little bee sting shots and then cut away all those skin tags. It was so random. That is very random. Isn't it? I've never... It's only my right arm, too. I think it's from running have so you, much. Uh, so you have very my, nice teeth. Have you ever had no, no fillings for you? Uh, no I've for had, you. like, one filling. Yeah. Do you do you remember yeah. when they shoved the needle in your face? Yeah, it was fine. I had a really? good dentist. Oh, that was nice. They numbed it, and then yeah. just... I well, was like... this ER doctor was a lot less forgiving. Really? He was not Bennett. Bennett, boy, he's an angel with a needle. Yeah, that's the thing. This he's, guy was not that great. guy. 
I take selfies with my dentist. <laughs> he lives right. He his shop's right across the street from us. Like yeah. I love the man. He's awesome. Half our neighborhood works there now. But yeah, so the, yeah, they had to like give me all those shots, and I said to the lady, the lady, the lady. I had like for I think from running because I think it was like marathon training at that point in your arms, and I'm not like it. I don't have a lot of skin contact, but I think my armpit did, and so she had to give me like six or seven of these little shots to relieve the pain, and I'm like, okay. That hurts. Just cut the skin tabs off. Right. It can't be any worse, right? Just cut them off. I do not need yeah, so now, anything. Now, now yeah. erase yourself back to a nine-year-old in your hand. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I see that. So we're at the point we are Monday. Monday's the day. Monday's the day we're going to get Cash's hand fixed. But His trigger hand, the poor bastard. His trigger finger because it's his left hand. He is... Super left, left eye, dominant. eye dominant. He yeah. is right-handed. So, anyways, we'll go through physical therapy. But we're like, I'm. I just we did a PCR test today, and I'm gonna do a PCR test tomorrow because I want to know if that was a false positive. It's bullshit. It's false positive. Dude so, is fine. He's kicked out of school for ten days for nothing. But but if those two tests come back negative, then he can go back to school. So dumb. I think it's five days or whatever. But so. Back to poor Cash was kicked out of the herd game because he had to go to his uh, surgeon's appointment. And we felt terrible. And we have friends who have season tickets to the Packers. And the Packers are in the playoffs. So we called up our buddy and said, are you going? He go, yep. And we decided to take our boys to their first Packers game ever. A little bit of a makeup for cash for this nightmare Yay. of a deal. Packer game, zero degrees. <laughs> it's it's going to be cold guys, as shit. He can't even get his jacket on. <laughs> He's got this giant club of a splint. He's got like... This is going to be a nightmare. It's a splint for one stupid little tendon cut. It's from his fingertips to his elbow. Yeah. Like, I don't know... We're gonna so we're going to bundle him up. He's going to look know. like um, a Ralphie's Ralphie. little brother. No, it was Ralphie's little brother, wasn't it? Or I was it Ralphie? Okay. No, it was Ralphie's little brother. And the mom stuffs no, him in it was little... Ralphie. Oh, I think it was Ralphie's little brother. Well, it was the older... Anyway, okay. it, was the, it was the kid. He, uh, he's going to be like a giant marshmallow. He'll be all right. Dressed in Miami Dolphin gear. <laughs> with his <laughs> with his dolphins jersey over the top everything. Whatever. Yep. He lives his best life and he doesn't care what anybody thinks. He says mind your business. So Cash is gonna hang out with his probably outside of his family, his favorite adult, at his first Packers game with his parents and his brother to make up for the B League basketball game that he missed with all of his school friends. So I imagine this might be a fun recap on our next episode. Long story short, top that. Next time he breaks a bone, what are you going to do? <laughs> no. There's no topping that when you break bones, brother. <laughs> break a bone? You're going to Disney. No. Packers game is... Cut a limb. You're going to Australia. No, not Australia. They're horrible. They're just like on lockdown. Well, there's, they're, they're the Naziest Nazis you've ever seen in modern history. Yeah, well, we ain't going to talk about Australia. Hawaii? Let's go to Hawaii. No, let's not go to Cuba. Hawaii. Cuba. Get some coffee. I'd rather go to Cuba than yeah. Hawaii. So, 
Anyways, it's been great catching up. I cannot wait to put my eyes on the Gen 3 because we've had it for so long <laughs> and I've not even seen it. Um, we've got we've got to get some loads ready for Spearpoint. Oh my god, we things. got so much gun stuff to do in such a... You do. I don't know what you do all day. You play with the damn dog. Just Babysit. Like pet her. He plays with the dog like it's fine. I just If I were home all day, I'd play with the dog. I babysit. So you bought the puppy. Now I gotta watch it. Eats all my. We bought the puppy. This was not a me decision. She is cute though. I love her. Even when she froze up. Her poop's even cute. (laughs) No, it's not. She poops on the floor. It smells like turds. I says, "Who poops on the floor?" Is so cute. No. Oh my gosh. Wait! 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 What? The. Spit it out. One of share our episode on your Facebook page this week, and we will enter you to have possible drawing for two free slate Carnival Ballistics coasters. I want okay. this at the end of the episode to repeat see who is listening okay. to the end. Can you repeat that? I don't even know what you just said. Share this episode Please link. Share. Share the episode her. link. Share the link. And be entered to win a pair of Christmas or Carnival Ballistics coasters. Okay, we have coasters to give away. Share the link. Yes. Share it. Sure. You say sh- share. Share it. I think of the f- chair. Yeah. Oh, chair was over here. No, yeah. No, no, no. Share, not chair. Different guy. What? Yep. Share. Can you spell that? Chair. No, share. C H E R. No, that's the guy. Oh, S H A R E. Okay. Right? Share. I'm not a fucking English major. You guys, we just had. Hi, Susan. Sure. 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 Thank <laughs> God, I'm so confused. <laughs> okay. Anyways, share the fucking link. Share the link. S H A R E, not C H E R. For a chance to win a pair of slate engraved Carnival Ballistics coasters. We have mugs coming too, so just. Well, that might be next Wait time. for it. So, yeah. Share. S-H-A-R-E. Correct. The episode. Just. Yep. Share it. Keep it out there. We'll keep a list. Like Santa Claus. Because Christmas is just like Christmas. Like Christmas. Yeah. It's like Christmas with an N. It's so That's why I tell the ladies just, at Ace Hardware. Yeah, and they get so confused. How do you spell that? Yeah, they're like, what? It's like Christ man. That's what I say. Christ man. Christ man. And what's your first name? Jesus. Jesus Christ man. Fucking A, right? That's right. So, all right, guys. Love you. Next Until time. Next time. No, we got this. We don't need to, we don't need to wedge We ain't got to wedge nothing in the anywhere. wedge. Well, I don't know what we can, as long as we get good sound. We don't need to wedge. We don't, we know nothing. All right. Here we are in a fucking vault room. Vault room? We don't have a vault room. Getting busy. You don't have to tell anybody that we do this in our bat cave. Oh my god. Okay, we don't have a bat cave. We don't have a vault room. We don't. Not, have... We ain't getting busy down here doing stuff. Where? Well, I mean, we might later. We're just. I'm going on vacation. You guys, we're <laughs> we're doing a little load development. Okay, like I know it's it does sound so dirty. What load dev? Yeah. That sounds dirty. I all parts of it does. Oh, I'm blowing shit up in a controlled environment. How deep do I have to seat this bullet? Hmm. How much yeah. charge How much this? do you have to jam it in the lands? God oh, damn, I that's like hot. It. That's hot. That's so hot.
Literally, I can, like, I can see how the pervert mind gets behind that. I like it. These are all conversations that have been had today. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, yeah. We're, um... Put the thing on it, it's so hot. Yeah, oh, look you want to rub it. O- look at all this oil residue. Oh, from- I, yeah, so oh. I, uh, <laughs> we're, we're running a, uh, a JR Machine Pro <clears throat> Form 1 can. Do you have something in your throat? Yeah, it is a liberated solvent trap that had machining oil still on it and when you put 140 grains of powder behind it it liberated the oil from the inside of the of the the solvent trap so yeah it was it was dirty i was like you blowed it up it blowed up it did not blow it up (laughs) yes we uh so we no it wasn't even it was i mean of course it was hot i mean that's a lot of flame to control but we are in the early stages of wishing it was warm enough to do like serious low development, but it's not old man winter sucking our life out. So Jamie decided today, I want to go shooting. I've been wanting to do this for, for weeks, honestly, for months. And I have no concept of outside weather because I don't go, like I work. Yeah, you work on the side. And I walk. From my work to my car, and then I come yeah. home for the weekend. Like, I have no concept of Wisconsin. But when you, like, when you come out of your yeah, car or you go out of your work, you go, Ugh, And that is not time to I load up. I typically don't wear a jacket. Yeah. Do you not pucker when you go outside? My face? Everything. No, I don't. Really? Oh, well, then you can load up. Exactly. That's why I was like, Yeah, you should, not me. Because I pucker. It's cold as shit up here. Wear my clothes. I don't want to. Okay. I want to go south. So... Which you will be. I will be. So basically, our shooting stuff is going to be starting, not this next coming weekend, but the weekend after, with, we're going to Adams. Oh shit, is it that close already? Yes. God dang. Life gets away from a guy. (laughs) It really does. So it's like, you know, I, you know, we have, we, for for my 375. Mm. That's delicious. Okay, for my 375, just time out. Um, we had the new barrel last season, which was, it was very inconsistent. It, it wasn't was, there behaving. There was flyers and stuff. Well, not so much flyers. It was just, we couldn't get the groups down to what was needed. It was a very high standard deviation. Yeah, uh, the speeds weren't very consistent either. Which sucked, because I felt so good and solid. But and, it's like, the equipment doesn't cooperate. Yeah, and it, and it's tough as, I mean, you're newer to ELR shooting. And to put you in there with something... To make you understand that you're going to probably miss when the crosshairs are where they're supposed to be. And it's outside your control. And that's really something that's hard. You've done this for a few years. Like, you shot on and off with me for half a dozen or more years. Well, shit, probably ten years or more. And for somebody like you to come in, new to competing, and I put you in there with a substandard system like a honda civic or no well, well yeah i mean i mean if you okay, want to nothing start against sh- a honda civic they're amazing no, cars like, C- this is great. fucking bullshit but what it took for you to be able to understand the fact that yep i'm going in here with something i'm gonna miss but i'm gonna do exactly what i'm supposed to do and understand them bullets ain't going where it's supposed to go it's tough for a new shooter and you're relatively new to elr you've shot a handful of matches 
it's a hard pill to swallow because it was just a product of our circumstance. We switched barrels, we switched bullets, we switched this, we switched that, and we just a lot of variables. Too many variables at once. And you're science, so you understand yeah, how no, that works. Yeah, I do. I just, um, I don't know. This has just been like a not a touchy subject, but a subject that we've discussed a lot. Like Gino's good at mostly everything that he does. I'm not good at everything. I I disagree like you know you are a state you've been a state athlete in every sport you've tried like you're smart as hell i am like eh, i'm average i tried all the things and i'm like you just won the chili competition that's what I'm getting at shh you just ruined it killed it you guys i just want a chili cook off see that's but why I, i'm fat I, I, you guys this but i spent fat. a lot of money in my own tickets <laughs> <laughs> Shh. Bought... How many tickets did you buy? Well, okay, so all of them. Because okay. that chili is pretty good. Shh. Teachers, like they were in <gasps> community. Teachers, <gasps> don't ruin you this for me. My chili votes. was the best. No, you a fucking commie Democrat? No, buy I... buying votes. Shut your face, okay? Really? I'm gonna tell you. Oh, let me hear it. Okay, so give it's... me my whiskey back. It's really good. Five dollars. You get statesman. You Old get... Forester statesman. Get Can it? Can you just let it? me yeah, have my moment? Get it. Okay, so like any, just go can you metal. stop? Are you done? Are you sure? Are you done? Uh, probably not, okay. but I'll try. So, people who come in, community members, teachers, yes, we get, we invite community members into our school. Even though there's COVID, like whatever, everybody's invited, and you, it's five dollars for I think ten tickets. And so I, I'm thinking like playing the system, like everybody comes in, they're going to bring $5. I'm like, I'm bringing 10 because Gino didn't want to come in because. I was gone actually. Correct. So anyways, I'm like, I'm spending $10. I put all my $10 in my bucket, but I did, I did. How many votes did you get for 10 bucks? I, okay. So $5 is 10 tickets. I do believe. So I think 20 tickets. Okay. So, my mother, of course, who I work with, is going to vote for her daughter. But I didn't tell her whose chili was mine, but I think she it, knew. Blind taste. Um, so, students, I was like, you guys, this chili's amazing. Mrs. Christmas is pretty badass. I'm, I just love my kids. Um, so, anyways, it was pretty skewed. But, I will say, the other chilies were not that great. <gasps> I'm, Are they listening? Okay. I don't care. I'm just going to say, I don't have a chili recipe. If you said, what is your award-winning chili recipe? I couldn't tell you. But here's what I can tell you. Pound of beef, organically grown, hand-fed by the farmer, and then a pound of venison that we killed. Venison is the, it's, it's very solid. Sometimes choice. I add sausage. I don't know. It's whatever I have in my cupboard that I use. That's, well, it's that's a, how it is. It's a, a feel by taste. That's how we do everything around here. Like, if, if you dip a spoon in there and it don't taste right, we figure it out. I actually called Gino that morning. He was like, <laughs> Yeah, this is the great part. She goes, salt. Oh, shit. It's missing this and this. I said, No, okay. I said, Are you home? And he's like, Yeah, what's up? I was like, Nothing. I'm like, For like 10 minutes. My chili needs salt. And he's like, oh. And cumin. And, and garlic. Just bring and... every single chili spice you can. So he's like, Do you even bring it? I'm like, If, that, if you could, that'd be great. Um, but the, so then, you know, I made the chili and then we came home and I'm like, no, I really want chili. So yeah. I made another batch of chili. So I didn't have any really tomato sauce. <laughs> no, we, we decimated the cupboards. <laughs> so, yeah. We gotta, we gotta so re, uh, this chili, my chili is run. never the same. 
So this time we add a little bit of corn for a little bit of crunch. I, the corn's a sweetness, which... I feel like it's a texture thing, too. Oh, oh no, it's, like a, it it's a crunch. burst of sweetness because we use the, like, ultra-sweet corn. It's a weird saltiness to it. Yeah. Moral of the story is, like, you guys, I finally wanted something in my life. Okay. Okay, this is where this is where this started. This is where it's going. I'm a good cook. Jamie says she doesn't want anything, even though she's awesome at everything. And I'm not. I don't have any trophies. I don't, I've won some medals running, but I'm really long and slow, so if, like, I've run a lot, and if I get a medal or a trophy, it's because I'm the only one in my age group. And I'm proud of that. It's a participation trophy? Basically, but I'm you the mean, only like, participant. production class in PRS? Maybe I need to try that. Oh, would you like to try gas gun production and law enforcement to see how many trophies you can get? I oh, mean, and top lady. Are you just dissing people right now? No, I don't just know. PRS. I just think that there's. I don't like dissing. participation trophies. I don't either, but if I'm the only participant, I mean, I've gotten a trophy. Yes, I understand the accomplishment. Like I did it! Yay! I did yes. it! Yay! With a substandard piece of equipment. I if mean, my like, running shoes are top of the line. No, uh, no, no, no. They don't make me fast I'm as fuck. So. Boy, <laughs> I'm talking. Um, PRS trophies. I'm not a big fan of all the. I call them participation trophies. We we've decided that if you're a. Oh, there's no good way to put this. Just tell us how you feel, honey. Why? Well, well, but I'm I'm trying to put it as obvious as I can about if you are a young lady. Law enforcement, gas gun, tactical, shooting two twenty three or three hundred eight. You could walk home with five fucking trophies. What? And be twenty or a hundred places well, behind okay. the winner of the actual match. I, what do I shoot? Why don't I have trophies? Oh, that's, <laughs> that's I shake what I'm too, I shake too much. That's why. Well, it's because yeah. How do you get your body to stop shaking? Uh, that's what practice. I need to know. Form, practice, teaching. You gonna do the JTAC class? I'm thinking about it. You should do that. So give a plug there. I, I forget when it is and Yeah, stuff. WPRSC has got JTAC coming up to do a class. I think it's like a two-day class. Is it a two-day class? I think there's two two separate dates that they're throwing it out there. I just very briefly looked looked it over, but um, initially I think when they were talking about them coming here to give a class, I'm like, yeah, I'm in depending on the dates. Um, I You guys, I've always said... We should get fucking Ken in here. Tonight. Uh, where he, I don't know how to do the links for all this stuff. You could call him and put him on speakerphone. Eh, not the same. But I just think, like, I really dislike PRS because I'm so bad at it. But it's it's still trigger time behind the rifle. It's time with your family, your loved one, your loved ones. Yeah. It, like, that's, it's, and it's part of your squad and part of the things. I just, maybe I should take a class and how to, sh like, I want to know how do I make my body shake less. The, and That's what I want to know. Yep. And uh, that last match that we shot PRS in Columbus, I did the stupid pull your hamstrings ass out, you leg straight. Out. I stuck my butt so up. Inappropriate. Is, and, and, well, it's not even that it feels inappropriate. Like, my body doesn't like to do that because of my back surgery. My yeah. hamstrings no, are just so tight. It hurts. But as soon as I'm like, we're laughing and joking because yeah. we're shooting with friends and we don't care. And I'm like, all right, Ken, I'm going to do the PRS dance. Oh shit! <laughs> the reticle <laughs> stopped shaking, I just, <laughs> and I just, it was like, 
Well, yes. goddamn, this is why you guys stick your ass up. Sure as shit. It doesn't feel natural, but it works. So, I don't know how to teach people to do stuff that I don't do. And actually, I don't even know how to teach people how to do stuff that I do do besides watch me and do what I do. Because you're on glass. Like, that's Well, your I mean, that's the, shoot, the shooting part, but I'm just talking life in general. Like, I can't... I can't tell you how to pick up an octopus boom. Yeah, you get frustrated or, and you yell, and then it makes no, people No, I don't get frustrated at all. No, I, I, and that's just something that I think I pride myself in. I don't get frustrated. Uh, if I've got a crew of entirely new people and they can't do it, I'm like, here. I will try to explain it to you and you can't do it. Watch me. I will do it. Okay. Watch me again. I will do it. Do it my way because my way works for me, but it might not work for you because I came in here and I was taught a different way and it didn't work for me. I'm, but I yep. think I found the easiest way for me. I'm holding back because Come on, I've, let's hear it. I've worked on the carnival my How many whole people life. do I yell at? Here's what I'm getting at. And I've, I've seen you work on the show for however many years. I don't even I'm know. I'm loud. You're loud, but you're... Your your face is scary, and when he does this thing, like just I know you can't see me, but you just <laughs> picture me. You're like, <sighs> you pick it up, and you put it at a ninety degree angle, and you set it down. Like you're just serious to the point where you're like grinding your teeth, and I just you're calm, you're super calm, but you're scary. Oh. And that's what makes me that in me when you get that way of like, okay. You're going to do this, and you're going to do that, and it's fine. This brings us back to the... I see why you freaked out with the cash can cutting then. What? When cash cut his hand. My calmness escalates your freak outness. Yes, Maybe that's it. Whatever. It was just... Whenever you're super calm, it escalates me a hundred thousand times, because I am high strung. And you, I don't know, I just... Oh, the so, more okay. stressful a situation, the more calm I have to be. And that is what got me Yeah, crazy. don't do that. So Cash, when he cut it, he, I don't know if we told you guys this. I don't, yeah, we we went through, he's cut it, he's in a cast now, he's got two weeks left. He cut yeah. a tendon, surgeons put it back together, he should be and all And everything's solid. fine, he came, Mom, I'm bleeding out, and... Yeah, he thought he was going to die. He thought he was going to die, and he came, he called me, which, that was crazy, because I'm, like, I'm a worry ward. Well, he calls Mom, because Mom's maternal. He doesn't yes. call dad, because even I, though dad I fixes hug, things. I hug him and I tell him everything. <laughs> Kisses the okay. boo-boos. Like, I love you. You're going to be okay. Breathe. And then dad's like, yep, we need stitches. Okay, let's go. Calmly. Not to That's elevate the just... stress of a child. So, which the mother is supposed to not elevate the stress of so a So maybe child. at matches you need to yell. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you to yeah. yell. If I got to start yelling no. at people... No. There's probably going to be two. You know, yelling is, it's not okay. That will not be okay. But when you're super It's a calm, very it's just, limited amount of time I have to yell It's just, yeah, it's not okay. I don't yeah, know. So, yeah, I, I, that's why I don't do it. I don't like to do it. I don't even know where we were here, so. We were talking about calmness. I'm not calm. You are not calm. This is why we work out well together. But I was, I was hoping that you're, this is a revelation. People, we're on a revelation on a podcast that my wife does not feed off my calm. It escalates her anxiety. It, it does. So, do I need to be anxious to 
de-escalate your anxiety? What the fuck? I'm not even sure. Hmm. I just... There's a very... Is there no help for it? There's just a fine <laughs> line, I think. There's just... There's no... It's... It's black or white. I don't know. Okay. I just... Well, it is black or white. And the black and white is, okay, we have to do this. Whether it's, it's high stress okay. or low stress is zero... Definitely not... High stress definitely sends me psycho. Okay. Of, like, I just want to crawl in a ball and die. Yeah, don't do that. Um, But, like, for example... When in the summertime, when we have complaints and these big fellas come up and like, you're a piece of shit. You suck. Why won't you sell my daughter this cotton candy? It's closing. I'm like, we've been closed for three hours. I want to speak to your manager. And I'm like, do you know when you come here? Um, and then he's like, sir, what seems to be the problem? Like he's I calm. don't say it like yeah, that. What can I help you with? I say, what seems to be the problem? But he's super calm. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't know what's happening. And it was something I never saw before I was put in a managerial type position. No, but you, you, this was a part of you growing up. Oh, I've always were, been this way. When you were in a dysfunctional household. I yeah, I'm going to say that. Dysfunctional household with your stepmother who calls the police, police come or whatever. And you're perfectly calm. Who likes being in an argument with someone who is perfectly calm and level-headed? It makes you look psycho. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how you figure it out. I don't... And it's actually... It's equated... And the older I've gotten, the more I've gotten into uh, political discussions with people, is the fact that being calm, cool, and collected, which always go together, frustrates people... Who aren't so sure they're right. Yeah. It's frustrating. And I'm not like but, we don't I don't argue with you about those kind of things, but I I watch it and like But that's the thing that I would hope in crazy. shooting would come across. Like I'm calm and collected because I'm giving you hopefully what I consider a a piece of advice that was well earned. I've screwed up. I've shot this is something that I try to stress to people. Yeah, I've shot Probably way less matches than people that are way more skilled than me. But I've probably made ten times the mistakes they have. Because I've put down hundreds of thousands. The amount of lead and copper I've sent down range is literally obscene. And I've, I've learned from my own mistakes. And I've learned from listening and reading from people from Benchrest and F-Class and ELR and PRS. And all those things from the shooting part. The thing that I really suffer at is the actual physical part of PRS, which comes from being in PRS and doing PRS, which right. I, I, I'm, that's not, that's not my forte. I will say like, I know we have a few listeners who are good friends of ours who we, like, we shoot with frequently Aaron Sessler, particularly like Furkus, um, Ed Faber, Bob, like Garrett. My first time shooting, actually going to a match after I yelled at Gino for scheduling Oh, we're going, oh No, yeah. no, no, we oh, talked yeah. about this. Yeah, we're so, doing this one. Anyways, TNT. I just, yeah, I'm just saying like. Mm. That's some good bourbon. What is it? That's Old Forester Statesman. It's pretty good. I like it. It is a very accessible, moderately priced bourbon. Okay. Very good drinker. Um, Puts a smile on my face. Okay. Well, you just 
took my train of thought, so. Oh, you're talking about we're shooting uh, TNT with all the Favors and Fravert and me and Heeg. Yeah, I mean, I just, I had never been to the shooting world. Yep. And I felt super welcome. And for all of you shooters who have, like, wives and kids and boyfriends and girlfriends and whoever, get them involved. I don't know. This is the one thing that I think you are the best at in shooting, is getting the... Doing my best? Well, you always do your best. I mean, I do, but it's not very good. No, your best... I mean... What... If we all died in a car crash tomorrow... Okay, I'm not going to say a plane okay, crash tomorrow. Thank you. If we all die in a pl- car crash tomorrow, in our shooting friends, what you would be known for, I hope, would be... Best wife trophy of... Yay! <laughs> Not just chili Is the cook-up. fact that you were the one who wanted to show the significant others this isn't a, okay, I'll go watch. Uh, all right, I'll suffer through this. But, okay, time out. Like, I was that person for so many years. You okay. were. So we listened to a podcast today, just F and send it. Yeah. And the first 30 minutes, um, he spoke about how, like, him and his he's, wife's lives are separate about this. He's super into shooting PRS stuff. Like, he has David a calendar. Baker. Like, he's, he does all the things. And he's like, my wife, this is not her thing. She doesn't really like guns. She's She only watched me at a match in Florida. No, she went to Florida. She didn't watch a match, I thought. I thought, like, maybe, okay, correct us if she we're had, wrong. But, like, she was like, yeah, I'll come. maybe I'll come. Like, you're, you have a match in Florida. Yeah, I'll come. But... I've, I've watched, like, I really enjoy watching matches because I want to be a part of it, but I don't want to shoot because that's scary. But, but I don't, I, it's not like I don't like guns. Like, I just. And she didn't like guns. That was what you said. Yeah, right. So, I mean, there's a little bit of a difference there, but, like, I just look at how involved you are in the little time that you do shoot. And I've been the wife who's been, like, I have better things to do. I can spring clean. I can cut the grass i can hang with my friends i can do this right my god now i'm psycho i just spent so much money on our credit card today that our credit card was charged fraudulent it was warm capital one was like did you make these charges (laughs) i had to like go to the app and say yes i wanted to buy this cheek plate for my xlr chassis cheek oh you have no idea i spent so much money today on the credit cards it happens and then it's ugly. we bought some suppressor covers and we So I purchased yeah. things. Mm-hmm. One thing was for your birthday. <gasps> oh, that's right. And then I bought the cheek pieces and then Gino's like, "Hey, can you send this much money to this guy for suppressor covers?" I was like, "Yeah, hey, okay, I've already pal. been I've already been flagged." Light um, her up. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Like screw my shoe collection, screw um You got no shoes. Screw my wrinkle cream. Um Clearly, I'm going to need um, face fillers because my cheek piece can't get high enough. That's what you spent money on today is to raise a cheek piece. Yeah, but it's not enough. I need... If it's not enough, we'll build you a steel one. I can't get filler right here. I'll give you a filler I just right need there. a... Oh, God. So, yeah. <laughs> Basically, credit card company is going to be like, hey, girl, is everything yeah. okay? Jamie gets... Uh... Notifications every time something There's a purchased. reason I don't use the capital one. Because they're super safe. <laughs> they're like, hey. Every, every, every purchase okay, goes, you don't have to hide, hey, Jamie, is it okay? No, you don't have to hide stuff 
from me. Like, generally, I'm like, why don't you buy two? No, I don't. And that's where we're at now. So this is exactly (sighs) why we're buying two and three. We sent, we had to buy a couple of extra suppressor covers because Jamie and I shoot the same size suppressor. Yeah, why do we need more suppressor covers? Because I don't want to take my cover off to put it on your gun when I go, shoot. We only have one. We only have one 14-inch cover. I mean, okay, that's 14 and that's 12. 12. And now I ordered a new 12 and 14 in opposite colors. One for you, one for me. I'll shoot the green, you shoot the camo, and then we know whose is whose and what's is what's. Everything's fine. And we're just going to fucking send it. Today was just a lot of money spent on gun things. And it's okay. Like, that's what we look forward to. And Well, and and, (sighs) and we're ramping up machinery. Yep. Machinery. So that we don't have to beg, borrow, and plead to get barrels done within a timely manner. And we don't have to... We don't have to ask people to do stuff. So, we're chasing machinery. We're chasing parts and tools and... Okay, so we just got a new lathe. This is... New to us. It's like from the 50s. This is a confession. Oh, let's hear it. You're going to be mad or not be mad. So... (laughs) Okay. I have put all of our like gas and electric and all the bills on prepay or auto pay. Sure. Okay. And the electric bill must not have gone through on auto pay. Uh oh. And so I got a bill this month for like three hundred and some dollars. Is that how much it oh wow. And I was like I opened it and I go Oh my God! How much? What are you doing on that thing? Because it shouldn't you, draw that much. I mean, an extra fifty a month, like, maybe. But he's got God this dang. whole box next to my treadmill that. Like, oh, the transformer. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, we got four eighty in the garage. What though. have you been doing in the garage? This is crazy. Yeah, but you were just late on the payment. Yeah, apparently it's not auto pay. Yeah, yet. we should do that. So. Get that squared away. Bill's been taken care of, but I totally blamed Gino at first. I was like, Oh no! What have I, you been I, doing? I was. I was actually. I was very. Sur- I, I've been waiting because they hide the auto pay electronically. Yeah. So you don't see the fucking problems. Yeah. I like a piece of paper in my hand so I I can compare. And I want to see what's going on. And I knew adding three phase with 480 in a garage with a phase converter and a transformer and me running the mill and the lathe a lot more in the last couple of months. I want to see what the difference was. We owe like 300 and some dollars to the energies. Yeah, well, good. <laughs> yeah. Granted, Monday I'll I'll pay the bill, guys. Like everything's well, fine. Well, yeah, but, but I, I mean, just... I, I want to... Do we not have a paper bill from there? Why haven't I seen that? I don't I, I don't know. We've always gotten a paper bill. I thought we have too. Maybe I haven't seen one in a while. Changed, but like yeah, you gotta I, look into that. I'm pretty sure I signed up for all of our. Oh, it's Adams Columbia. We got we Energy's gas. Adams Columbia's electric. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I just we usually like pay it automatically, and this one must not have come out. Okay. And yeah. Because so, so I remember when we added the furnace to the garage. Yep. Uh, that changed drastically our gas consumption. Yep. But our cars are thawed out. My machines are warm. And I can work in the garage. Naked. I try not okay, to put hot chips on the wiener. I mean, I just, like, I'm still working a, on a good leather apron. He wears a robe. I'm not going to say I haven't machined a barrel in a Duluth trading bathrobe. It happens. When you got to do something, you got to do something. But the electric bill, I was actually, I was very curious. I've been waiting on this now bill. You know. 
But I don't know. Is it like two months stacked together or? I don't know. I haven't received a bill. I just received an email that was <laughs> yeah, like, I wanna hey. Yeah, I want to see the bill. Your bill's like 300 some dollars. And I was it, like, what? Yeah, we shouldn't be at 300 a month. It's so. because it didn't, it wasn't auto pay. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I, But I want to see that because I want to see the, it doesn't matter. I'm going to do what we got to do anyway, but I, I'm curious on what it's going to cost us to do what we got to do. Because when I want to go spin up Jamie a new PRS barrel, when I get back from Florida next week, I want to, I, not that I want to, I'm just curious. Is it going to cost me $10 in electric? Is it going to cost me $2 in electric? Or is it going to cost me literally nothing measurable? I guess we'll find out. Well, I mean, are we? I don't know. I want to see it. So yeah, Gino's leaving for Florida tomorrow at um, some time. Whenever I get my ass sure. out of the bed. Um, uh, the boys and I will travel to Florida Wednesday evening for our carnival trade show. Yep. Got to go down there and see all the new hotness for the rides and the games and the food. We are going to talk to an um, an agency to hire more help that are... Yeah, that's um, a struggle. You know, non-native or whatever. Because the white folks in Wisconsin don't want to work. Well, I mean, I feel like that's a thing across the nation, mm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. I just... It's not just no, Wisconsin no, no. and white folks. We have to deal with Wisconsin. I'm just saying this is our department is Wisconsin folk. We don't have enough Wisconsin people that want to fill job. And our job is hard. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And until you immerse your... And, and it's not for... It's a job. It's not a career. So... You really got to see who you're going to be able to hire and work with. And in passing, and God, you know, I can't stress it enough to people I know who have kids growing up. It is a college summer's dream. It is. Mommy and daddy got tuition covered. You got a scholarship, whatever. Come out there, hit the carnival, meet a half a million people over the course of a summer. Shake hands and joke with people, meet bar owners and restaurant owners and committee members and patrons and all of that that you're never going to see anywhere other than what we do. We do something and so different. I feel like different. it's just a dying class. Like, it just, I don't Di- know. What's the dying class? Just the, like our employees. Yeah, like people who want to experience that. Like yeah. the, the artistic people. Maybe it's not just artistic people. You're missing like, happy Nate. Maybe like just people who like leave their mom and daddy's place and say, "I want to travel. I yep. want to see things." Yeah. And it's just a dying thing. Yeah. A lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, Walmart's offering twenty dollars per hour or whatever." Well, I mean, it's not that our pay is terrible, but it's it's the the it's, it's not the comfortable work. lifestyle right, like of it's living in mommy and daddy's basement. Rain or shine, you're there. Yeah, we kill it, and we we form a different family. That unless you've done it, you don't understand the fact that when it's sunny in seventy five, and we're all out here joking and having a good time, and life's great. Yeah, that's great. And then when it's raining and 40 and you're freezing your ass off, you can't feel your fingers and we still have to work another 10 hours to tear everything down to get the next town, that in the morning when you need a hot cup of coffee and your coffee pot took a shit, dude next door has got, he's got a glass for you. It's... Can't tell you how many times that we 
hey, who needs coffee, guys? Right. I'm going to dump this out. It's this jump day. This is the end of the pot. <laughs> it's jump day. Who's got a cup? And yeah, I, love, we, I love every one of our crew members. Our employees, we have been very blessed. We have not had much of any garbage. Uh, it's a family gathering from wor- a work family. And a work family bond, because you work in the 70 and sunny, and the 100 and sunny, and the 40 and rainy, and we we were shoulder to shoulder, owners and brand new rookies are elbow knee deep in mud when you have to be to get the job done. Like, it's not, okay, you minions, you go down and do the job. It's... It's us. It's your dad. It's your mom. It's it's literally, it's like Elon Musk coming to the factory because shit needs done and making it happen. That's why people want to do the job to the best of their ability. I think that's that speaks true to like business owners who really care about their business. Absolutely. I not, think yeah, like, not just stars. It's for sure. not just like, oh, well, it's the weekend. We're going to turn our phone off or whatever. It's, yeah, you don't turn your phone you're off. You're on call 24-7. You're yep. there. You're solving problems. You're helping situations. And that's how it is because you care about it. It's right. your life. It's your life. It's not your job. It's not your business. It's your yeah. life. And... When you bring people into your life as employees, they become your family for, they, they might be decades into we got We got a guy, he's been with us almost two decades now. And then we got people who just make it a season. You might be my family for a season, or you might be my family for You're 20 years. Tom? Tom is 16 years now? I said, I thought maybe 18, but I, it's something close to... He is, I think, one year previous of Buzz. So, so Buzz Tom, turns 15, Tom's 16 years. Tom is a an employee who, you know, he has worked in town here locally, but, like, he stays in my parents' place. I would trust that guy. Last couple of years, yeah. I, I would trust that guy with my life and with my kids and with you and everybody. And you on the outside, it looks terrible. Tom's convict. Yeah. Tom is a felon, aggravated assault almost attempted murder which looks terrible on paper he is one of the best i would absolutely i I would i would let tom walk my two kids well buzz doesn't need protection much anymore but i I would let even five years ago when cash was an infant and buzz was smaller you send if i had if you had asked me who i would send my kids through downtown chicago with absolutely tom i'd pick him if you weren't there, I'd, I'd pick him. Right. Absolutely. So Because Tom would rather kill everybody and die <laughs> before see my fucking kids yes. injured or taken. And I will do the same for him because he would do it for mine. And this is something that you can't, you don't see in corporate America. Like what we do, we're, we're blue collar as a shit. We are farmers. It's a cult. We are, it, not a cult. <laughs> it is a family. Uh. There is no way... We've seen some weird like carnival stories on Netflix and stuff like that. And it, I have a Tom story. This just will... I will never forget this Tom story. Oh, well, let's hear it. So it was in Kiel. And I really did not like Tom when he first started with us. And we love Kiel. 
And so when, when Tom first started, like I got pregnant with Buzz and we were still very young. And so my association with Tom was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go out with Tom. Gina's like, I'm going to go with Tom and like hang out at the bars. I'm like, we have a baby. And you know, maybe that sounds bad, but anyways, um, I just baby was, was asleep. Baby was asleep. Like I was very like health centered and psycho. Like I just became like the center of health. Like, I just want everything to be, like, organic and healthy and crazy. I became a hippie. So, anyways, I very much disliked Tom at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And you knew that. Like, Oh, yeah. I had a kidney infection in Ladysmith, and Tom knocked on the door, and he's like, Gino, come hang out and have a burger with us. I'm like, don't you leave me. Don't. And I was psycho. Yep. Anyways... So many, many years down the road, um, <laughs> many, years many years, many years, Tom's here for a reason. Um, Tom, we went to the bar in Kiel and I, you know, I don't like, don't hit on me. Mm, it's been a long day. I'm greasy. I'm full of fun. Okay. Like we're, we're here like, to hang no, out with our friends. I'm here to hang out with and support friends. the local drinking so establishment. Some fella was like, Hey baby, here's my number. And you were in the bathroom, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think. I don't know where you were. Yeah, Tom, I was in the bathroom. I remember it. Tom swooped in and ripped the paper out of the guy's hand and puts it in his mouth, chews it, and it. swallows it. And the guy was mortified. Yep. Because Tom's, <laughs> oh my Tom's God. like my older brother. And I was being polite. I would never call the guy. Right. But I was like, thank you. That's so like, nice. You don't want to cause a scene. I have, ki- like, I have kids. I'm married. But I was like... Thank you. Tom just swoops in like a freaking hawk and just devours this paper. And I'm like, I oh my god, I'm so sorry. It's a- but this is wait, this leads <laughs> us into another conundrum. Like this is the difference. Like so, this dude comes gives you his number, and you're like, oh yes, I'm gonna be gracious and thank not you. like, okay, thank you, and I'm gonna dump it in the trash can. Yep. No, some girl comes up and gives me her number. The bitch is done. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear that. So this is how this fucking goes out. So we're not going to say it's a double standard, but it's a double standard. It, it, it and is. I can be the same thing. I'm like, yep, I'm gracious. Thank you for appreciating me. Whatever. Ladies like are ever, crazy. As I dump it in a fucking garbage can. Nope. That's not how Jamie sees it. And I'm fine. Like, I'm, I, I am secure in the fact that some motherfucker wants to call my old lady in the middle of the night and go, yeah, let's go to the pub. And I'm like, yeah, you want me to fucking slit your throat in the middle of the black woods? No. <laughs> Jamie's like, right from the start, we're going to cut the root off. We're not going to allow the, the, <laughs> the, I'm not even sure how to word it. It's, it's the, uh, it, it, it's the. You don't want to lead them on. It's not leading them on, but you don't want to crush them okay, at the beginning. Speaking, okay, on the same topic, um, we are members of the club that we are talking about that we're going to. And I've been a part of the club since I was like a baby, right? Well, your grandfather founded the club. So I am, so I just turned 37. <gasps> I said it. All right, How old so, are you? 37. Oh. Um, so I've been, you know, I've been there as a kid, I've been there as a baby, I've been there as a teenager, preteen, post-teen, 20-year-old, now I'm... Drunk old lady. Drunk old lady. Um, so, which is funny because when I was in my 20s, and there's a there's an age class, like, if you're in your 20s, 
you cause all you cause all sorts of problems because you think your shit doesn't stink. Mm. Like you think you're the coolest person in there. Yeah. And so in my twenties, Gino hadn't come down yet because he was driving truck. Oh, I remember this story. And this is a good one. This is a good one. So Wisconsin crew is strong. We all are just like Gino's taking pictures. Um we're all tight. Like Wisconsin is a gang, all right? Like truly is. Uh the Wisco's is important. Are you okay? Yep. Okay. Okay, so anyways, I would like I love to dance. I can dance to anything except country and I just have fun and I dance with everybody and I love everybody. And that's one thing about me, like I love everybody. I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. Just a troublemaker. And I will find the good in anybody. Okay? So out there dancing on the dance floor. And some dude's like, hey, come home. Come come in. And I'm like, no. He called me a bitch. Yep. Yeah, I'm, uh, oh, I'm 25 at the point. So you're 24. The yeah. guy, the guy calls me a bitch. And I'm like, what? But I didn't hear it. Had he called me a bitch, I would have been like, oh, okay, that's fine. Whatever. But my friend, Rob McLean. This is when Rob and I became friends. Rob and you didn't even... I don't think you knew him before. I didn't know who he was. Didn't. No, not before that day. But it was part of the Wisconsin Carnival crew or whatever. And he he's like, what the fuck is that bitch problem? And Rob, like, clocked him. Mm-hmm. Like, And it was random because I... You were like, oh, no, I don't want to go to the club because you're working and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, no, go have a good time. Like, it's, I did. I had a good time. This is business. Go out there and do have a good time. And... It just happened to be that week I was driving over the road. I, that was my job at the time. My my load happened to go to Miami that week. You were stuck in Miami for a while. but I was stuck in Miami for a week. Basically, Rob McLean punched this guy in the face because he called me a bitch for not sleeping with him. Yeah. And For buying you a drink. Uh, yeah. And he was like, I was like, no, thank you. Thank you, but no, thank you. And he was like, what's wrong with that bitch or whatever? And Rob like punched him. And what did I do? I cried. I felt so bad. I'm like, Rob, why would you punch somebody? I didn't. It was Dude needs a fucking knuckle in the face. That's what he gets. That's why I love Rob. Like, I will fucking stand up for Rob and Crystal, like, any day of the week. I, I would, too. You but I just. I'll fuck a brother up. I just love everybody. And for someone no, to I just be everybody. like. I mean, I, I think I do. You do. You're soft. I just think, especially when you add, like, intoxicants and stuff, like, I love everybody, and I just yeah. want to help everybody. You wear white jammies. <sighs> what? You wear white jammies. You're soft, like the Pope. I love like everybody. Like my pillow guy. I love everybody. I mean, my pillow guy is now coming out and telling, beware of the commies. Your pillow guy? My pillow. Oh, well, I slept with your pillow last night. Why isn't it making me not so soft? <laughs> <laughs> You're not following. Uh, okay. So the thing is, fuck the ones who don't and back the ones that do. I just, I can stand behind that 100,000 Google pack, Google, what is it? Googleplex. Googleplex. Oh, the kids like the whip of the Googleplex. Can, I can stand behind that all that percent. Yeah. I'm spiteful help, and short-sighted. I, don't, I just can't I don't help like the fact it. when someone is an, a jerk, it just hurts my soul. Yeah. Yeah, I and it, and I can you know, and my face, my face says I'm an asshole. My face will say, no. You get a resting bitch face that no, ward, I do wards off a lot of bullshit that is unnecessary, which is good. And I would hope 
that my demeanor does that as well. But I'm Yours does. too nice. But I I don't want to grow a beard. No, don't grow a beard and shave but, your head. But you know, I, like I, like I, it says, not, like it's not very becoming. So coming up to you know our club and stuff, um, mm. I went mm. to the Gasparilla parade, mm-hmm. and I brought two prospective members. Yep. And that was a shit show. Everything was fine and dandy until the end. Yeah, I wasn't there. I So I don't do the day parade because I fucking hate people. Um, I bought Jamie and Jim tickets to the day parade. 2010. Fuck. I think, no, um, it was, tw- 2008 because Buzz was one. It was, it was Buzz was an infant, so eight, I would say. Yeah, yep. okay. So I bought him tickets and Jim and Jamie fought me tooth and nail. This is bullshit. You spent too money. This won't it's, be worth it. Expensive. This is no fun. And I, I don't like this. And we, I was working, doing electrical with Jim at the trade show. And I'm like, I'll cover you. Like, I, I can do, yeah. and it was I can do all our stuff. Like, I can unhook everybody. I can make these manufacturers happy and get their stuff on the road. It's not and a we problem. Were pissed. <laughs> yeah, you're both, you like, you fought me. Like, I almost had to kick you out of the trailer yeah, to get you on the bus. Not only did you have, have to unhook electrical and stuff, but we had a baby. He wasn't even yep. one yet. Yep, and I so had an infant and Gino I was doing arm, electrical. Like, Fuck yeah, cat, Buzz, he... Mandalorian. Mandalorian style. I had baby Grogu baby and Grogu I was fighting off fucking bullshit. Yeah. We figured it out. And I wanted... It started out as a birthday present to you. And they got back after fighting, literally fighting tooth and nail, thinking this is bullshit. This is dumb. And they go, I'll, this is dumb. This is stupid. It's a waste. And they come back and I'll, both of them said the exact same thing. I will never miss another parade in my life. Yep. I miss- Both of you. Both of yes. you. Yes. You and your dad, separate from each oh, other, separate so times, fun. said the exact same thing. And at that point, I said, I will do everything I can to make sure that Jamie and Jim makes the day parade. And so and so now, like, forever. dad's down there, and, like, it's not a big deal for him to go. But um, me, like, I, I, I don't like missing work. Um, so I'll fly out Friday after work and then come home Sunday night. So like, basically I get in the ass crack of dawn Saturday. Get it's up, a hammer down, which is not Jamie's not my lifestyle. Style. Um, so yeah, we went to the parade this year. We brought, um, a Wisconsin friend, Nicole, um, who's a shooter friend, uh, Nicole Johnson. Yep. And her friend, Courtney. Who lives, she's a Wisconsin native, but like lives in Tampa. Has always done the parade thing, but not the yes. float thing. So it was like a weird connection. She's like, oh my God, you've been on the Gasparilla? Absolutely. Jamie's probably thrown beads at her for 10 years. Well, I don't think they've been there for 10 years, but it was it Close. was such a cool experience. All was fine in the hood. Everybody's having a great time. Like, this is such a great experience. Everybody loves everybody. And that's the thing. Yeah. And you're representing your club. And then comes the end of the parade. I wasn't there for this, but this is where shit gets I'm not going to name drop anything. Fucking drop that name. No, not. Um, so, so here a cunt showed her fucking okay, face. Mm, we're going to keep this. You want me to say it? No, please don't. What? No. Fuck that bitch. So we're ending the parade and. So here I thought well, I was okay, 25 just... and sexy, but I wasn't. What? What? I'm 37. No. Okay, so no, here we go. 
Um, we're we're finish we're finishing the parade route. Not Fennec. And finish. we're not we're finishing the parade route. Fennec. And um, basically, like before all of the past however many years, like when you are on the parade, you get a um, a, a bag that is worth maybe three cents. And it's from a plastic the, bed. It can it's from the your beads. bead barn. And basically, in there, you'd get like some beads. You'd get a cup. You'd get like some some fancy necklaces or whatever. There's like thirty of them up by where we're at. And finishing up the parade, and some young lady comes up to me and do it. What? I'm name not drop. What? No, name I'm not, drop. I'm not name dropping. Pussy. So this young lady um, comes to me and was like. Biatch, she didn't. St- I'm gonna just play it lightly. She's like, "Hey, hun, you stole my bag. Why'd you steal my bag?" <gasps> That's not what you told me. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you what I said. No, you said, "Can you read?" Yes. You missed it. This was your oh, walking was through. How did nice. you miss it? Okay, I might have a angry face, pussy. But this young lady was like, "Can you effing read?" And then my first thought, because I'm having such a great time, this is amazing, I'm in Florida for the weekend, yay, I love life, I said, yeah, I can read, I'm a teacher. And then she went all balls to the walls, along with her other friend who plays Illinois and Wisconsin, who I also... Oh, Carney cunts. Stop. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I really, to call him I really should drop names, but I just... I Do won't. it. Don't be a pussy. No. 99% of our people don't know no. fucking carnies. We might have fair board members listening. They want to hear who the cunts are. I'm not going to drop names really? at this point. But there were two la- young ladies who actually came to me on top of the, the float and was like, can you can you effing read? Yeah, I can read. I'm a teacher. Well, you're the worst effing teacher I've ever seen because you can't effing read. And then I'm like, do you want my beads? Like, is that why you're upset that my things ended up in your bag? That there are 30 bags here? So then she took the thing of beads and threw it at my throat. And then I, like, just... Pussy. Okay. Because I'm just loving life. This is amazing. Yep, this is a great experience. Because Jamie's soft. And this is, this is my club. It's this... my club, too, but I'm not soft. Correct. But we are representing the International Independent oh, Showman's and, Association. Oh, yeah. Yes. So... You're how, on. How dare you? Yeah, so you're acting a fucking fool in front of the public. Now that's different too. How dare you? You yeah. should be kicked off the float and not be invited back. Yeah, well, I mean, if it's you're, okay. If, if you're twenty I... something, cunt, fucking, doing bullshit on a fucking oh club. God, it's okay. What? Fuck them! I don't give a shit. There's. Okay, so this episode's gonna be. There explicit. might be two people who listen to my goddamn podcast from the carnival club, but there's more than two. It doesn't matter. Fuck them bitches. I don't care. I'm, so, I'll am i be there guess, in a couple of days at the trade show, the biggest gathering of carnies in the country. So I guess, if okay, time they out. They won't be cunts to my face because they're time slimy out. and... I can read. I have gone to college. Not that that's amazing, but like I oh, can I've assess... i gone to college too. I can was, assess there reading. Was good, there was weak blues Just, in college. I can assess reading, like, I feel very confident in my reading abilities to, like, assess reading fluency and comprehension, so don't spell your name to me five times, because... Spell? Oh, spell she's, their name? She spelt it to me. Oh, nice. 
You missed that part for me. Oh, no. That would have been so much fun. It was spelt to me out loud with spit coming out of her mouth to my face. Oh, my God. At Why least three you times. suffocate her with her own bag? <laughs> it would have been so much more satisfying. So my mother then got very upset because she's like... My mother is very protective. Mm-hmm. So then she got crazy. And I was like, why can't everybody just love each other? This is amazing. Yeah, okay. This was a weird conversation I had with you. I was just very bus. upset. So I was so upset. Like, how dare anybody tells me I'm a terrible teacher? Because you know me. Well, not a terrible teacher. Like, and I can't you even... support the club. Our family. Oh, my God. The fucking amount of money we spent at the club to support our club. Like fundraisers and effort and all that shit like for some young cunt to oh my god what you mean oh my god i'm just we're trying to tell her to fucking say something she want to say something sober as shit at four o'clock in the afternoon i don't think she's ever sober i don't give a fuck if she is or not but i tell you goddamn what Lindsay Lake is one of her fucking best buddies Lindsay didn't want anything to do with it she was not no but she she stood fucking back instead of stood up I don't know what happened. I don't... You, the fuck you didn't know what happened. She didn't stand up. She stood back. And that is the difference between Mark and me. Mark calls me at fucking 3 o'clock tomorrow morning and he wants a ride to Florida to go see his daughter and ha- have a good time. I'm going to go three, four, five hours out of my way. I'm going to pick up Mark and we're going to go down and we're going to have a great time. I don't think Lindsay... Because we are... I. No, Lindsay didn't want a part of it because she didn't want a part of it. That's not standing up for your friend. We have Wisco people. We are a society up here in the fucking Northwoods of people who stand up for our own. And she didn't. Because she's in the little squad of the little cunts of the fucking 20-something-year-old people. And that's fine. But there comes a time where you got to be able to stand up for what's right and what's wrong. And Mark would never, ever back down for... He would never back down for what's right or what's wrong, whether it's his friend or not. If I did something out of line, Mark would slap me fucking down and tell me I'm wrong. That is not right. And he would make it right. And we would love each other because we fucking stood up for each other. And I was not right. And I would respect the fact that somebody possibly a little more sober than me straightened my ass out. Yep, it would hurt. I would I would be a little sad the fact that I had acted out and been retarded. And I didn't do the right thing. But the fact that somebody stepped in and... Straighten it out was the right thing as our club, as showmen, as carnies. We cannot let that kind of behavior escape. We cannot let that happen unchecked. And that's carny world, shooting world, same thing. You see some fucking shooter go out there and act a fool, you better snatch him up. Because he represents... Like putting 12 rounds in a 10-round stage or something? Yeah, you're talking a guy who takes advantage of an RO who's not counting rounds and he wants to send 10 rounds or 11 rounds because he missed one and he was hoping somebody wasn't catching? Yeah. You want a, you want a shooter to stand up. We are, we are in a, a very scrutinized society. You and I, we are carnies. And we are shooters. We are already scrutinized. 
on carnies, not even shooters. No, no, no. But all I'm saying, we're carnies scrutinized. We're shooters scrutinized. There's fifty percent of the world. Well, and teachers because we can't read. Wait, no, you know, we don't even get on that side. Like you got that on top of that. Like you got all these things. Like you have to hold yourself and your brethren to a higher level. How do you do that? When you watch them step out of line, whether it's intentional or not, I'm not going to say that I'm not out of that realm. I drink too much sometimes, and I probably open my mouth too much, and sometimes I might step out of line. I would hope that my wife or my friends, who are a little better than me, more attentive than me, whatever, they would rein me in. I'm a little abrasive i'm a little aggressive i'm a little on the fringe of what we are probably allowed to be in public and i would hope that i would have a friend put a hand on my shoulder and say now is not the time these are not the people this is not the place and i would hope that i would listen or they'd drag me out of the situation because i want to be that person for them you're my person so but i wasn't there you weren't there. Lindsay Lake should have been there. Well, she wasn't actually near the situation, so... Somebody should have been there. Mom and Krista and them were. Okay. Well, somebody should have stepped up. I can't imagine if Mark had been there, that he would have let that slide. That he would have allowed that to happen. I don't know. I feel bad. That now, well, I... Goddamn, well, I... Next year, you go to the fucking... Cl- you go to the... You go to the parade next year, I'm buying Mark a ticket. He was there. What? He was there. Where what? He was know. there during the incident? You'll have to call him. I don't know. <gasps> I don't. I was having such Bullshit. a good. Like, I was so happy. This was such a great time. No, it's what it should have been. That's why I enjoy the fact that you go. And ever since yeah. Buzz was I don't want to go again, st- to be honest. Yeah, I, don't. I mean, if our club can't keep their people in line, then why I support agree. them? And if that's going to end up with the shriveling of our society then well god damn it, just, that sucks well and, and more young people need to be a part of the club well they are but they think they're arrogant because they're part of the club but they don't help out they don't sand the tiki bar they don't help with registration they don't do the things so oh, and you, you mean they just suck pink drinks on fucking volleyball night yeah maybe oh okay. but hey we gotta go it's been an oh, hour i ain't so. gotta go but all right, don't be scared. Time. Okay. You don't scare them hey. fucking carny pussies. <laughs> okay, great times, guys. Love you all. Peace out.